0: This is the Truth Network. Wowzers! Go go gadget mobile. Wowzers! Go go gadget legs. Wowzers! Go go gadget copper. Wowzers! Go go gadget Coach. Inspector Gadget. Ooh, ooh. Inspector.
1: Car Guy Radio Show.
0: I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Inspector Gadget. Woo-hoo. Inspector
2: Gadget. Go, Gadget. Go.
1: Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we are. Doing used car inspections with Inspector Gadget to get smart. <laughs> so for those of you who are familiar with Inspector Gadget, you may realize that he's played by Don Adams, who was uh, Maxwell Smart in the TV show Get Smart. And fascinatingly, if you really <laughs> think about these two characters, Inspector Gadget and you know, Maxwell Smart. And if you're not familiar with either of them, I highly recommend that you study them up because they're They are two characters that have something I can really relate to. I mean, they both seem to be bumbling and fumbling and making mistake after mistake. Having really no sense of what's really going on. But they come how, somehow or another always end up with this miraculous success and fame. It's like, how did that happen? The guy, you know, he just was seemed so inept. And so for me, when I can really relate to somebody that's bumbling and fumbling, and then all of a sudden it all works out somehow, and I think that really spells hope, and it spells hope for all of us. So I think it's worth studying. What was their secret? How did they get the job done? I believe these are critical questions, and I'm almost always with them, you know, in that I am... Kind of like if I'm going to do a used car inspection, you got to realize kind of the situation we're in. Because if you really think about what are your skills to go try and do a used car, and you may be just like me. Are you a mechanic? Well, no, I'm not a mechanic. Are you an expert in body work? Well, I'm not like Jerry. I'm not an expert in body work. Well, how about car upholstery? No, I don't know that much about that. So how do I apply the inspector gadget strategy slash Maxwell Smart and you got to see the play on words, you know, inspector <laughs> gadget to get smart. All right. So how can I employ that strategy, right, in doing a used car inspection? Well, if you study these two characters, and again, if, you haven't, if you're not familiar with Maxwell Smarter Inspecting Gadget, I can't tell you strongly enough to go study these two guys because they will bring you hope because you may feel like, wow, I've been there many, many, many times you can't help but notice that they both have incredible faith. I mean, they seem to believe that they're going to get the job done when nobody else in the entire drama, which by the way, they made movies out of both these TV shows, both Inspector Gadget and Get Smart were movies because these characters are so famous for what? They have faith, right? So one huge thing that Always is part of the equation if you're going to go try to do something, whether it's used car inspection or you're going to try to step in and try to fix something in your own car, or maybe it's go out and buy a car with help from a friend or that kind of thing, or whatever it is that God has put on your heart to do, it requires faith, right? It, it, you got to believe you're going to get it done, and you got to believe that you have what it takes to make it happen. And even though you, when you look at these two characters, it's pretty hard to believe that they have that sense of I'm going to get this done, but they seemingly are never discouraged. And that's part of the joy is if you go into every episode, you think, you know, they're going to come through this somehow, but you can't help but wonder. So the first thing you got to do is you got to try, you got to step into that used car inspection. Okay. I want to buy a used car and I'm going to go check this thing out. I mean, there's lots of backup plans and we'll get to those in a minute. But the first thing is, is you got to walk into it. And you got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, God. I'm going to try this. A- and the next thing that I would note about both these characters, and I, I really think there's amazing power here in this. In fact, I really learned something about it this week myself, is both characters are pursued by a capable team of three, I might add, in both cases. <laughs> they both have a team of three. I mean, Inspector Gadget has his trusty dog Brain, and his niece Penny, and the ever-present Chief. I mean, he, he has sort of a team that's there in pursuit of him. And is always looking. They've got his back, and if you watch many episodes, you'll see how this all works out. And Mark Maxwell Smart similarly, he has Agent Ninety Nine, right, his future wife Jaime the robot, if you might remember, and he has his ever-present Chief. Well, if you really think about you as you head into this used car inspection or car repair or going to buy a car or anything along these lines, so do you. I promise (laughs) you have a team of three and they are in hot pursuit all the time. Right. But accessing that power in that trio there is what makes all the difference. You see. You see, you never see Inspector Gadget going it alone or Maxwell Smart. No, no. I mean, it, so if we go on this short tire-kicking session, right, as we uh, inspect this car, right? I want you to think about this. But before we got that, I the reason why I, I love this hot pursuit idea is that last week I had breakfast with a friend who shared a dream that he'd had. And it was kind of miraculous that he even shared it with me because if I hadn't told him something about, you know, a dream, an, an experience that I had, he wouldn't have shared it with me. But later he said, well, after you told me that, Robbie, I had to tell you this. Well, when he told me this dream, this character in the dream he described as having this phenomenal, caring, loving, you know, like he could tell that this being that was in this dream that was actually stroking his head, he could sense that this Character loved him more than he'd ever felt loved before, and comforted him, and it was actually counseling was him with him was something that he had been struggling with, and 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 trying to help him to see God with that. And when he start, first started telling me about it, he goes, "Robbie, I'm, I'm not sure who this was," and then he goes, "I know who it was. It had to be the Holy Spirit because he was. I mean, he comforted me like I just couldn't believe, and then he was counseling me, and I just I was." just taken back by how cool is it. And I don't know that I've ever had that kind of experience with the Holy Spirit where I just really felt like he cared for me beyond, you know, that was just a really neat thing. And so I was sharing this with another friend of mine, actually, James Banks, who wrote um, prayers for prodigals and all sorts of interesting books on prayer. And he says to me, you know what, Robbie, that makes me think of the end of the 23rd Psalm. And I said, what? You know, because I know the end of the 23rd Psalm. He said, you know the part where it says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life? He said, if you go check the original language, the original Hebrew there, that word follow might be better translated pursue. And oh my goodness, you know what? I went and looked that up after I spoke to James. And not only does that word better translated pursue, but goodness and mercy, there's a lot of words that go in there that are a lot like the fruits of the Spirit. And so you almost get this sense of, wow, and if I could quote, you know, Inspector Gadget, wowzers! (laughs) (laughs) you know, the Holy Spirit is literally pursuing you all the days of your life, and you're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mean, how cool is that? So as I see this Inspector Gadget character, and I see the um, Maxwell Smart going through these things. You see, they're being pursued by these three, which we really are too, and each one, Jesus, God the Father, the chief, so to speak, and and the Holy Spirit, they all have very unique ways that they help you through your adventures. You know, you need a counselor. um, (laughs) You need someone who's full of grace and truth. And you definitely need a father who can help you through the, the particular project. When you think about the... The characters that are in so many different movies and things that, you know, quite often you'll find that they have a cast of three kind of support characters. And, and these are what make the difference. So now, getting back to, I know you're, you're thinking, Robbie, this has to be about cars. Well, it is. But it also, I want you to think about a time where you walked into something where you really didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> and, and, and you made a what appeared to be a huge mistake, like Maxwell Smarter or Inspector Gadget. But then God turned that around, and it turned out that you look like a hero. (laughs) You ended up being Inspector Gadget, and you got smart because, you know, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and Jesus were right there with you and came, and they bailed you out. Um, What did that look like in your life? I would love to hear that story. I need your help. I'm all on today. 866-348-7884. What's your story of your inspector gadget experience <laughs> you were bumbling but all of a sudden things worked out i got some to share with you i would love to hear yours 866 348 7884 so much more coming up stay tuned plan to go to wowzers
0: uh-huh. go go gadget mobile wowzers go go gadget links! wowzers Go, go, gadget, copper. Wowzers! Go, go, gadget, coach. Inspector Gadget. Inspector
1: Gadget. Use car inspections today with Inspector Gadget to get smart. (laughs) We talk about how Don Adams played both characters. He's kind of bumbling, fumbling characters that but they stepped in faith to go attempt their projects, whatever they may be. And then their very capable team came in and bailed them out so many times. It's unbelievable. But nonetheless, I'm wondering in your life, we're going to get to some used car inspection techniques in a minute, but first I have to tell my bumbling and (laughs) fumbling story that, you know, shortly after I lost a dealership and my family was kind of destitute for money about 10 or 11 years ago. And, we had lost our house and lost all our cars and all this stuff. well I didn't have a lawnmower either, and so we had this rented this house with a fairly large yard, and I thought, well, I really got to get a a um a riding lawnmower, so I actually borrowed some money from my mother in law five hundred dollars to buy this riding lawnmower, and i you know Bought a lot of cars in my life at this point in time. I mean, I don't even know how many cars. I've certainly done many, many a used car inspection. <laughs> but <laughs> riding lawnmowers were clearly not my specialty. And so I went and I bought this lawnmower. And, you know, it seemed to check out. Everything was fine. It started great. And, of course, you know, it's you buy it as is and whatever. Well, the very first time I mow my yard, guess what? The engine seizes, locks up. There is not a drop of oil in it, but there was oil in it when I started to mow the lawn. So I felt kinda of like Barney, you know, in that episode of Mayberry where he bought that car from the little old lady only drove it on Sunday. And I called the guy that had sold it to me and um you know, said, What what's up with this? The engine froze he said, Oh man, I meant to tell you, you have to you have to keep oil in that thing about every twenty minutes you you know. And I said, well, (laughs) I failed to do that. And so there I was with a seized engine in my used lawnmower and my lawn still wasn't done. And so I actually ended up finding a a used engine that was like $125 or something, felt like it was quite a find. And I have to tell you that one of the joys of my life, my wife will tell you, has been fixing this lawnmower time and again. Because I don't know how many times I've had that car. I've had that lawnmower maybe 11 years or so. And every time I fixed it, when I put that engine in that lawnmower, man, and it ran, I, I could not have felt better about myself. And I felt just like Inspector Gadget. Like, man, God came through for me, showed me I could put a motor in a lawnmower and all sorts of things that were like that. And Oh, yeah, it cost me some money to find out that I could do these things, but it was fascinating to me how God took my bumbling and my stumbling and ended up with me being a hero. Now, my wife used to say, my husband's not very good with his hands. He, he can't do much. He, you know he's, he's. But if you go ask her today, well, I don't know, since that lawnmower, <laughs> he's really taken on all these different projects. And sometimes you bumble and stumble, but guess what? the Father, the Holy Spirit, Jesus are all in there to help you. And I would love to hear your story where you walked into it thinking, oh, man, now I have just totally blown it, but God redeemed it in his way. He was the hero, and something wonderful happened, just like Inspector Gadget or just like Get Smart, 866 3487884 Think all the people that you could encourage with your story. I would love to hear it, 866 866- 348 And it doesn't have to be about cars. It can be whatever. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. And and speaking of my bumbling and fumbling, you know, there's no doubt that when I started the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, I had all sorts of ways that I thought that that would happen for single moms and widows. And, And Interestingly, I just had faith that God would back me up, and, and he has through all these years now, and all these different situations, but it seems like as if you hear me much, every week I'm faced with something that I have no idea, and actually, yesterday afternoon, at right at five o'clock, this widow from South Carolina called literally bawling, had our receptionist in tears, the story of her losing her husband, and now her transmission's gone out in her car, and she really is in a situation that she needs a car. And so here I am again in my bumbling, stumbling you know, situation of, I don't know how God that we're going to help this lady, but I know I just got to step into this and I got to work with it. And so I told her on that. I would say on the air, maybe somebody down there in the Greenville Spartanburg area or Gaffney of South Carolina or, or almost anywhere in that general vicinity that has a car that they're not using, or they went to trade it in and couldn't get anything for it, or whatever the situation may be that you want to donate a car, if you'll go to christiancarguy.com, boy, you could could really help this lady. And, you know, as often, I don't know how God's going to meet the need, but I see it week after week after week that he meets these needs, and sometimes without us, but, you know, other ways that he meets the needs. So one thing I know you can do if you're listening is pray for that widow. I mean, pray that God will meet her need and that she'll know it comes, it came from God. However that works out, you know, that's, that's just absolutely awesome. But you know, that's the situation. And, and again, you know, we, we run into these things all the time and that's the beauty of like, if you feel like God has told you something, then you move forward. So christiancarguy.com is the place to go, you know, find out more, which, where you can pray and those kind of things. But we do want to walk into this used car inspection because it is a place that I'm hoping that you'll want to go try sometime to go buy a used car or a used lawnmower, whatever the situation may be. And you ask God and you ask for advice from people and you, and you do what you can to walk into the situation. But the neat thing is, to me, it's a real exercise in both faith and also being in the present time. And I don't know if you've ever tried this when you pray, but I I love to try to get, you know, one of the challenges of prayer is to get actually in the moment that you're praying. And being able to use all your senses, like your sense of hearing, your sense of touch, your sense of taste, all those things, are they involved in your prayers? Well, they're very much involved in used car inspections. What do you smell? What do you see? What can you feel? So we're going to talk about that when it comes to used car inspections, Inspector Gadget style. But, man, I would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call and share. How did you get smart by using Inspector Gadget strategy?
2: Wowzers.
0: Go, go Gadgetmobile. Wowzers. Go go gadget legs, wowzers! Go go gadget copper, wowzers! Go go gadget coat. Inspector
1: Gadget. Used car gadget. inspections, <laughs> wowzers! <laughs> With Inspector Inspector Gadget to get smart today. We're going to get into a little bit more of that as we get into present time and prayers and those kind of things. But right now we got Dorothy is in Greensboro, North Carolina. She's got a story this year. I definitely want to hear that. Dorothy, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Robbie. I appreciate you taking my call.
1: Oh, I'm excited to hear it.
3: (laughs) Well, this has to do with the driver's license and something that happened to me. And just to let everybody know, um, always make a copy of your driver's license because when I in 2007 I had to fly up here to Greensboro to rent a house. I had to get a rental car Mm -hmm. at the airport, and I had to rent a house. Well, I was in the Tampa airport, and I was you know you go into the line, the security line, and you have to go put all your stuff in the tub and the the time you take your shoes off and all that. I had in my hand. My driver's license, which, of course, she had to show everybody, and my boarding pass. So I started at the beginning of the line. I go through the line, and at the end of the line, where I'm supposed to gather my things, put my shoes back on, I looked down, no driver's license. Had my boarding pass, no driver's license. We spent, you know, 10 minutes, turned that place upside down, looked everywhere on the floor, you know, in the in the little conveyor, but we looked everywhere, and no driver's license. Well, I had to board the plane in about 10 minutes, so... I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought, well, at least I got through. And so I board the plane and I had to, you know, go all, come all the way up here. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do? I have to rent a car and oh, I wow. a driver's yeah. license. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's tough without and a driver's license. And then I have license. to rent a house. Yeah. It's
3: probably going to want ID. So I get to the rental car desk and I walked up and I said, hi, I'm here to rent a car. And by the way, I lost my driver's license in Tampa. You can imagine the look on their faces like, yeah, right. We can't rent your car. <laughs> so I told him, I said, well, guess what? You know, my husband has the, the copy of my driver's license. What if he faxes it to you? So I had to wait about starting my husband, call my husband. He found a copy. He faxed it. And then the police department here at the airport had to check me out. <laughs>
1: wow. Make sure I'm
3: for real. And so let me rent a car and i walked out with keys in my hand i'm like thank you god you did this lord you did this and i get to then looking around town in a place to live met this lady at the house and i didn't mention i don't have a driver's life i thought i'm not going to bring it up (laughs) and so she (laughs) let me fill out the application you know for that it was this is for like single family house and she said i'll check out your credit so she got my social check out my credit Never asked to see my driver's license, identify me or anything, and I'm thinking, well, I'm great, got the car, got the house, and I'm thinking, okay, I got to go back to the airport, and I got to get back home. Whoops, no driver's license. And well, as it turned out, I had a copy, I had my plastic uh, identification from having a, a um, insurance license. And, of course, they have to have, the airport has to have a photo, a state-issued photo ID. Well, God had provided years before that I had my state-issued photo ID. So I showed it to someone said, this is my insurance license. They said, well, it's not a driver's license. I said, but it's a state-issued yeah. photo ID. You have to take it. And they did. <laughs> so I got all the way back home. Of course, I immediately ordered a replacement driver's license. But it just shows you what. God can do when you think you're in an absolutely impossible situation and please everybody out there make a copy of your driver's license
1: <laughs> Well I can, I can see that, wow, but also you know the courage and, and that's just it, the courage of walking to the, up to the rent-a-car booth rather than just freaking out and saying here's what the situation is and, and continuing to just let God work it out and there you go you made it home. Yeah, and obviously I know. Well, now you're in Greensboro. Yeah,
3: I, I know. Well, of course, I cried all the way to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I got—I didn't have to have a driver's license to go through the Atlanta airport to catch my connected one. But you know, I just had to finally say, "God, you got to do this," and He did.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's awesome, Dorothy. Thank you for having the courage to share that today. It—I'm—I'm I'm well, sure Inspector you. Gadget would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Thank <laughs> well, you so to God much. God be the glory. He Absolutely. The glory. Thank you so much. Have okay. a great day. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye. God bless. I know you've got one of these. You've got one of these stories where, oh man, God came through for you. 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and share yours. 866 348 7884. And again, as always, I got to mention, the Christian Car Guy website is christiancarguy.com where you're going to find out all about the Jesus Labor Love car repair for single moms, widows and families in crisis and we'd love for you to visit that Christian Car Guy Theater. We're going to have an episode week after weekend after next, so we're going to you you can get all those past podcasts and all that stuff of Christian Car Guy Theater and the Christian Car Guy show if you weren't able to hear the rest of the show today. It's all there at christiancarguy.com or as far as listen to the podcast. You can just tell your phone or Alexa, I want to listen to the Christian Car Guy podcast. And you can listen to the rest of the show and those kind of things. So, And and the car show calendar, by the way, is also very, very popular where we have all the car shows that people send in in the area <coughs> and other areas as people send them in. But there's literally hundreds. Um, if you go to Christian Car Guy show, I mean, Christian dot com, you'll see our car show calendar and where you have all those. To choose from the car shows that you may be involved in so getting back to our and and I really do hope you'll call in with some more stories I would love to hear them but our used car inspection and so it's similar you know when we were talking about when you're in prayer it's hard to get in present time well it's an interesting thing that when you're in prayer if you think about what you're currently smelling what you're currently tasting what you're currently hearing all those things tend to bring you into present time and it's similar when you go to check out a used car. It's a good idea to uh, begin to listen, begin to smell. Like every car I have ever come across, came across has a very specific smell. And it's actually trying to tell you something. <laughs> like if I'd really thought about what I was smelling when I bought that lawnmower, I would have realized I was smelling oil because obviously it was using a ton of it. Um. But a lot of times when I went to inspect used cars, when I was, see, I would appraise 10, 15 cars a day almost every day of my life at different stages. And, and so I, I did a whole lot of used car inspections. And, and one of the things I would always begin to do as I walk up to a car is start to sniff because you can smell antifreeze. And antifreeze is telling you that you've got a water pump leak, you've got a hose leaking, something's going on. And antifreeze has a really sweet smell to it. And if you, you know, you can open up a bottle of antifreeze and get an idea of what that smells like. You, you'd be amazed how many times you'll walk through a parking lot and you'll smell that and you can look right at that car and say, and you can say to the driver, I think you got an antifreeze, leak because you can smell that. And, and similarly, you can smell oil and you can smell other things as as you begin to. so I'm, But it's also that way in prayer. And, and it's kind of cool that in the Holy of Holies, right, that they had that incense burning because, you know, God gave us all these senses to help us to get into the present time. And so, you know, smell is part of that. Hearing is a huge part of prayer, right? I mean, what I've heard in prayer definitely has changed my life way more than anything I ever said. <laughs> God knows what I'm going to say. But, man, what he says, that's what's the important stuff that, that, that I absolutely love. And so, you know, hearing... You can hear so much in a car as you're driving it. Even if you're not that familiar with cars, there's things that sound normal, and there's things that don't sound normal. And and don't discount what you hear, because, I mean, that's a critical part of what's going on. Well, we got two more stories lined up, so we want to get to those. We got Karen is in Raleigh. Karen, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, good
0: morning. How are you doing?
1: I am wonderful. I'm excited. Hello,
0: everybody out there in radio land. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brother. Anyway, uh, faith is just a humor. But um, uh, my cat recently, I took my cat to the vet, and uh, says it has, he had a tumor, or has a tumor. And that's my buddy. I've had him almost 14 years. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know. So, um, and that, you know, might not be a bad idea, you know, to pretty soon to, you know, put him to sleep. And I prayed... Uh, As my prayer request, I prayed for, um, you know, if possible, for his healing, and you know, for my peace of mind and strength to be able to make the right decision. Hopefully, I would. And um, you know, the ladies prayed for him at uh, last week, and the next day he was feeling really poorly. I mean, he was sleeping in the closet and not eating well and all that and uh, the next day the very next day he's acting just like it's normal because you now he's acting a little older but he's you know, flopping on the ground and you know
1: Wow Karen certain, I, I hate we have know? to go to a break right when your cat started to come back so will you stay with us through the yeah. break and we'll hear the, what's your cat's name? Uh, Joey We'll hear more about Joey when we come back so stay okay. tuned a lot more right. Christian Car Guy cool. show coming up stay tuned and you Is pursuing us today through our Inspector Gadget way to get smart on our used car inspections. We had we left our hero Joey the cat. It sounded like he was making a recovery. Karen, <laughs>
0: that's cute, hero kitty. Um, yeah, he's acting healthy. I mean, he, uh, it's uh, and that's not a coincidence. I've seen God healing touch in throughout my life. I didn't recognize it at the time. So much. So, well, sometimes. But I truly know now, and that wasn't a coincidence because he would feel bad, and
1: now he's not. I mean, yeah. So you got all those people. Yeah, you got all those people Mm -hmm. that prayed with you. You can share that with too. That is amazing. Yeah, I love that.
0: But I mean, yeah.
1: And God cares about (laughs) our pets. I can assure you, He does.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I believe it.
1: Thank you, so Karen. been
0: so many times. We let you go, but God bless you folks and, and everybody you know, out there today and just keep you safe. And uh, just uh, God be with you.
1: You too, Karen. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you
0: for what you do. Thank Sorry, you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Well, we have Steve is in Cary, North Carolina. Steve, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Um, uh, I just wanted to let you know... Uh, Well, two years ago, I was sitting at a traffic light, and the light turned green, and I proceeded to go through the light, and the person that was coming the other way uh, blew the red light and ran right into the side of me. With that being said, there was a policeman behind me, so he witnessed the whole thing. Wow. If it wouldn't have been for that. I mean, it could have been a lot different situation.
1: And so he, were you hurt? Did they call for backup or?
2: Fortunately, I wasn't hurt, but the fireman that got there said that if he would have hit me about six inches further down the car, he would have been in the front seat of my car. He ended up flipping his and rolling his vehicle several times. I was (laughs) sitting there at the moment as it's going, as your car is spinning in the intersection, and you're like, what in the world just happened?
1: (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. The Lord
2: was there to protect me.
1: Oh, wow. Was he hurt badly?
2: Uh, He had some broken bones, and they took him to the emergency room. Unfortunately, I just had a small headache, and that was it.
1: Isn't that amazing? Well, that God came through. I think that's yeah, awesome, Stephen. A
2: year, a year later, I was sitting at a traffic light, at a red light, with somebody in front of me. We both stopped. And you ever just glance up in your mirror and say, that person's not going to stop?
1: Yeah, I have.
2: She,
1: <laughs> that I had that very thing plump. happened, yeah. Yeah. He plowed into the back of my car and told the police that she panicked and she
2: just stepped on her gas pedal more and pushed me complete and the person that she pushed me into right through the intersection
1: wow wow yeah. once again you're yeah, okay I'm like, so.
2: yeah i was okay the car was total but i was okay so
1: well we appreciate the Lord yeah he
2: sure us, protect us
1: He does every day in ways that we probably have no idea, but when we love it, when we can actually see him doing it. So thank you for calling in, Steve. Steven, God bless you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you got a story you want to share, we would love to hear you. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. Getting back to our used car inspection, right? We are talking about... You know, interestingly, when you're in prayer, it's it's one of the challenges I experience is trying to be in present time so I can hear, so I can see, I can feel what's going on. And, you know, we, we talked about listening, you know, when you're in, inspecting a used car, when you're inspecting your own car, you know, all these things work for that as well. But your, well, your eyes can see is, is quite remarkable when you know what to look for. And so, I don't know if you know this, but your tires are very much a report card on the health of your car, <laughs> specifically, specifically the suspension and, and those kind of things. So when you look at the treadwear on your tires, uh, you can kind of tell what may be going on with the car. If you're looking at a used car and you see the inside of the tires are worn, I mean, they, they all are telling us a, a story. So the tires are always a great thing to look at when you're buying a used car because not only can you tell, obviously, if you're going to need to replace the tires, but they also share a story about what may be going on with the suspension. So your eyes come in pretty handy there. Of course, you can look at the paint and, and see those kind of things. But one of the things that I like to look at when I'm looking at a used car is you can kind of see how well was it really taken care of. And, and I don't know. If you just look through the glass on the speedometer, <laughs> that's a real telltale thing for me. You could, A car that has really been well-maintained for whatever reason, the gauges look just really clean. And you can just see, right, there's no film over that. Somebody's taking the time to actually meticulously clean that little area of the car. You know, little hints like that tell you things about what it looks like. Of course, you're going to pull open the hood and you're going to look at the oil and you're going to look at the transmission fluid and, and see, you know, what does a brake fluid look like in the coolant itself? You know, you can just look at the color of the coolant in a lot of cars, you know, and other ones that they used red coolant. It's a little bit difficult, but it, the coolant itself can kind of tell you a tale of what it is. So you got your eyes of what you can see. And, and I don't know if you've experienced this in prayer, but I do quite often, that you got spiritual eyes. And there's sometimes God just wows me, <laughs> and I like Spectre Gadget, I'm wowsers, that I see something in prayer that's quite remarkable, and, and usually something along the size of his glory, right? Because, you know, God told us that your eyes are the lamp of the body, and so it's interesting, your spiritual eyes, he tends to light those up sometimes when he's showing things um, and so I would encourage you as you're doing your used car inspection to think about that in the ways of the way you pray, that you got your eyes and you got your ears and you got your nose and the way you feel things. Well, some things that you can feel on a car that really are um, remarkable. And and that's another thing in prayer is you have feelings, different kinds of feelings, but spiritual feelings. And so It's interesting, through prayer, you can go through, I I, a lot of times will go in confused or go in angry or go in to a prayer where I'm happy or whatever, and I begin to feel things differently. Well, if you walk up to a used car, one of my favorite things to do is to go to the very back of the hood and feel underneath the back of the hood. Because if the car has been an accident, chances are it was in a front end accident. Most of the time, that's where they happen. And then when they go to paint the hood, they can't get the buffer up under the back edge of the hood. And so when you feel back there on a car that's been painted, 99 times out of 100, the overspray is there and it will feel rough. And if you want to do a little Christian car guy exercise today, go around to the parking lot somewhere and just feel that backside of the hoods as you walk by it. And you could go, wow, I'm a used car expert. Look at this. <laughs> this car has been painted. This one hasn't. You know, you can tell that by the way that it feels which by the way the second you are feeling that you're going to be in the present time which is really helpful to me to kind of think about how you're inspector gadgeting your way through prayer right what are you smelling what are you hearing what are you feeling and all that has to do in experiencing god and, and, and sensing him being there with you. So I'm so grateful for those who called in and shared their stories today that even though we are bumbling and stumbling, we can still end up like Inspector Gadget. At least we know we're God's hero. So thank you for listening today. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And of course, we would love for you to, to visit christiancarguy.com. Jesus, labor, love, Christian Carguy Theater. Thank you for listening to the Christian Carguy Show.